Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was fine. You said R&B is dead on the radio? Yeah. No, it's not. All these rappers are R and B singers. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I mean, though. All these, All these niggas be singing. Yeah, R and B singers done turn rappers too. Like Chris Brown and Trey Songz don't really put out real R and B songs anymore. I feel like Chris Brown and Trey Songz could be harder than some of these rappers if they rap. Yo, definitely Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like these niggas feel like. This. Like, we've well, seen the proof in the pudding before. I've seen the proof in the pudding with the R&B niggas more than the rap niggas as a way. That's why Chris Brown is the Michael Jackson of our time, because he can do that shit. <laughs> he can do that shit. He can you do know all what? That shit. I kind of I got to give it to him, but far as songwriting, I'm going to give that to my man, um, uh, Weekend. Yeah, Weekend, yeah. He can write it. Weekend mimic Michael Jackson. Ah, I don't think it's fair to put the weekend up against my uh, Chris Brown yet, just because of the longevity. Now, weekend definitely has bangers. Weekend is definitely dope. Like he's dope. We got we grew up with Chris Brown, yo. Like he and he do. We can't do more numbers than Chris Brown too. He do. He do. Yeah, he do but way more numbers. More. I mean, yeah, he got. Yeah, he just put out more music. Yo, that I nigga put out too. way more numbers than Chris Brown. Yeah, he do. Even with forty-one album, even with forty-one song albums, The Weeknd still doing more numbers than Chris Brown. And you got to remember, The Weeknd gave Drake an entire album. Do you consider? I mean, you consider The Weeknd traditional R and B though? No, I consider The Weeknd mimicked R and B. So, what do you consider Chris Brown? Authentic R and B. So, is it a fair comparison then? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was about to say. Like, <laughs> Weekend's a pop star, and I'm not trying to disrespect him. He's just a big artist. Like, he, he's just a huge artist, so he don't got to drive. So do you day. look at so do you look at the Weekend and uh, what's the old dude name that was on a song with Cardi B? Um, Bad Bunny? No, the song before that. Um, it's a light skin dude that Cardi B did a song with. Um, he was a, he a singer. I forgot what his name is though. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Miguel, Bruno, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, yeah. Bruno Mars. So that's what I think Weekend is too, though. Yeah, Yo, I mean, Bruno yeah, they were in the same category. They would be the same ticket, same yeah. concert. 
saying that's, that's mimic R and B. That's mimic R and B to me. He's Bruno Mars is a motherfucking PG thirteen version of Prince. Why you say that? He like Prince was X rated. That nigga Bruno Bruno is R thirteen PG thirteen. Who you like better? Uh, I mean, I know Bruno put out more. Who's better, Miguel or Bruno? Miguel. As far as as far as what making songs or what? That's I mean, a good one. Albums. They both have had some. I mean, that's Miguel. a good one. Miguel don't drop dope albums. He dropped dope songs though. Let me see what that. He has one dope album. Let me see what the name of it. Is. <laughs> but Bruno Mars. He had bangers all over his albums. All over his albums. He be having top chop charters. Chop yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he do. That's bad. That's big facts. Yo, so, yo, I like that pimp gear, yo. You keep um jumping out the neck on us with all type of shit, man. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I told I mean, you once I get some bread, man, I got he you. He had the white shit last time and the other shit before that. Yo, you got, yo, I'm gonna call the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> I'm calling the Better Business Bureau, yo. Yo, you know I, I got you, man. Nigga. You know I got you. Yo, so yo, yo remember when Payne and Full when he pulled up was like, you need to get your man. We the niggas that was in the passenger seat. Like, yo, you gotta get your man. Regular hats. Yo, look, he got on a hole. He got the ear pods in. He got the the he looking like a boss right now, man. I'm looking like yo, yo, where the work at? I need to go back outside where the work at. Fucking niggas fucking puff daddy. Hey, I ain't I ain't gonna lie. My oh the old lady been treating me good lately. Hey, look, man. You got Snigger a Puff Daddy. Oh, look. There we go. This Piff Radio. Street Avengers. Classical the Great. Garcia oh, Vega. We got Luna checking in. Okay, there we go. Do we need to start over? Oh, yeah. Let's start. Hey, Luna Gray, what's up? Luna Gray, ladies and gentlemen. Gotta uh, click the microphone down there at the bottom and share audio. Oh, she good. She connecting. Oh, there we go. I can hear you. I can hear you now. <laughs> All right, what's up? What's up? How you guys doing? Amazing, amazing. Welcome to Pip Radio. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Yes. Where are you from? Well, I'm from Madison, Wisconsin, but I've lived in Chicago for about the last ten years or so. So this is this is home. So what you know, made you so get into the music? I listened to her track yesterday. You know, you tagged me into it, right? Yeah. Luna, you got you got like you got like this new not Iggy Azalea, but you're like a new like uh you like a new pink. You got like a little yeah. bit of pink in there. Um, I, I I seen a whole bunch of twisted stars in there. Who 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 inspired you? I'm sorry, my phone was glitching out. Um, my inspirations, you know, I would say actually the the reason I started rapping in general, um. Little Wayne was a big influence for me. I remember like just hearing the Carter Two and the Carter Three, and I just like loved his triple entendres and the the double triple meaning meanings of things. So around that time, like it's all I was listening to is my, my best friend, and I used to make her beatbox for me. I would force her to beatbox for me. She didn't know what she was doing, just so I could like rap over you know what she was doing, um, whatever crappy uh, beatbox she came up with. So I used to like just write. Uh, I used to write a lot of raps and stuff, and I would, you know, 
make all my friends listen to to them. That was about like twelve. You used years to ago. you 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 was a freestyler. I was a freestyler. Like it's funny because like I don't really like. <laughs> Hey, that's how oh, I started. Oh. I started off, like, every chance I got, I was just that girl that was like, yeah, I'm going to freestyle. But I just, like, I just, like, thought I was so cool for Yo, what high it. school did you go to that the white girl were freestyling in the lunchroom? Where'd you go? I'm going to be honest with you. Like, our, our, my, my high school was, like, a, was, it was the diverse high school of Madison. It was the bad school. I don't know what that means. But... Our principal was like, you know, he was like quarter black or whatever. So I guess that was different than a lot of places in Wisconsin. So, you know, That's we had dope. a little more. It was, I don't know. It was like I, all my friends in Madison were, most of them were from Chicago anyways, because a lot of people, you know, moved city to city from Milwaukee to Madison to Chicago. So like Yo. a lot of my friends, they hey, were from pick class. I got some yeah, people out here. Y'all cannot, neither one of you guys can say that you ever know a white girl in your school that rapped. Nah, that's a nah, fact. That's a fact. <laughs> She, look, she just trumped my uncle from Alaska. She just trumped. She just trumped that with her. Yo, I got bars. <laughs> I remember I used to bring my laptop in the car while we'd be cruising around and up to no good. And I remember I would be playing songs I recorded myself, like on my laptop, and they'd be like, they'd be like, whoa, this actually, this is kind of good. Uh, this, this is I shouldn't swear, but this, this is kind of good. This is kind of good, you know. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I just started recording myself. Um, and you like, can swear if you want to, by the way. Yeah, oh, okay, good. cool, cool. Okay, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't so, feel bad then. Yeah, we are um, good. <laughs> good. Um, so yeah, you know, it's been a long, it's been a long road. It's funny because I don't really like. I'll freestyle now sometimes, but I don't really like. I have to be in a mood now. Back then, I was always in the mood. I was always like, yeah. you know. Now I'm more of a now. I'm, now I consider myself more of a writer because just for branding purposes, I like everything to be in a certain like. I want to make sure I'm painting my story you know, very specifically the way I want to. It's all coming coming down to branding at this point, you know. Um, I had, you know, I was more scattered back then. So it was just like, yeah, song, song, song. Now it's more like I'm trying to keep in line with my vision. You know, I want to make sure I inspire people the way that, you know, I see it for the long term. I don't want to just live in the short term anymore. Um, that's just a personal thing for me. Also, just like trying to combine, because, I, you know, I do music. That's the primary thing I do. I also do other forms of art, like comedy and like acting and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, I'm trying to just figure out, it's all about becoming an entertainer overall, but it's like, what do I represent? You know, what do I want people to know me for? And at the end of the day, I want to, you know, be able to inspire people just like everyone else, you know? I want to. So you want to learn how to make Luna Gray into a brand? A, a complete brand, yes. Like in every way, I mean... You know, I've been working on a lot of merch, uh, merch lately. I got some really cool designs coming out. I have, a, I have a little bit of merch that's already out right now. Like I got like, you know, I got my Moon Faces hats. I like these because you know they're, they're unisex. Guys, girls wear them and like them. I like them. that. I that's hot right there. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, yeah you know, I actually. Where, where can I get it? Where can yeah. I get it at? Um, you would have to go onto my website, thelunagray.com. Thelunagray.com. Yes. Okay. Actually, let me throw that on. So that's. These are nice. But anyways, so, yeah, so I'm really excited because I have a new single dropping um, this coming Tuesday, um, May 19th. It is called Big Boys. Did you and get us, did you get us, did you get us an exclusive copy? Did we get an email? I, I can send them right now. Send it. I want to let you know, I like your hesitance. I went on title and checked out the songs you got on there. I really like hesitance. 
Oh, thank you. That that's good to hear. Yeah, that's I. Oh, okay. I got your email. Perfect. Well, um, I do have a question. Yeah. What changed in you between heaven sent and nonconformist? Because I hear a lot of growth. I hear a lot of growth between your songs. Oh wow. Um, I don't know. I think just um, you know, between that time, I had went on tour. Like I was on tour last year. And I was really learning a lot about myself, just traveling around and learning a lot about the world and the industry and just what it is to be an artist in those aspects. And I think I just kind of like, I don't know, like Heaven Sent was more of an emotional song, you know, it was more like I was more affected. Yeah, by yeah, I my could yeah, 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 I, I could definitely feel the lyrics. I could definitely feel them. Yeah. And then Nonconformist is more just like, you know what? That's a vibe. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's kind of more about overcoming, um, you know, it's about more about overcoming all of my hardships or struggles or everything. Just, it's all about transmuting the negative energy into the positive energy. That's what life is about to me, you know? I see like, that. What did you learn, what did you learn about yourself being, um, having like sitting in the house? Sitting in the house? Yeah, like the quarantine stuff. I learned that I, that I'm more of a homebody than I thought. Um, I actually, um, you know, it's, it's definitely made me, it's challenged me to think outside the box more when it comes to like how, what music's really about, you know, because like before the quarantine, it was like, I, I felt so much um, pressure to constantly be doing shows all the time, which, which of course is always the goal, but I feel like I was more scattered. So I was running around so much and I kind of lost sight about what my brand represents and what, what I do it for. Cause you're running around, you're in the scene, you're, networking you're going to parties you're going to clubs you're trying to show your face so much and now we're not now we're not doing that so now it's more about just like what do i stand for and how can i how can i put it together in a way that people are going to understand it you know right. i feel she's, like she's learned she's in a marketing transition phase you know when she's trying to put together her game plan which fan base she's going to choose how she's right. going to come across i get that part that's an evolution of an artist just like yes. classic said earlier is evolution yeah it, it, it's a necessary step it is a necessary step if you really want to do what you say you're trying to do right. exactly it's necessary i feel like a lot of people like they get so caught up in everything else they don't they don't even think about they don't back they don't get the foundation laid properly you know they're still some people get the culture and the business confused right. like the culture's for free the business you know what i mean which one you want to be a part of you know what i mean well, like, is, she, is she is she signed to any labels or something like that i am not signed to any labels i am independent i have i have been um on some contracts here and there but I got out of them for multiple reasons, but right now I'm independent. I'm fully independent. Um, are you wanting to stay independent or is that just, you know, what's going on right now? Where are you looking um, for a major or do you like the independent world better? You know, I, I like the independent world. I'm not opposed to signing to something. I'm not someone that's like completely against that, but it would have to really, really, really make sense. Um, I have a pretty good team right now. So it's kind of like, we can get a lot done. You know, I got some good PR. I got a lot of, I got a lot of pieces that I need. It's all, it's all about getting, putting the pieces together, you know? And I think a lot of what the label does is they just put those pieces together for you. So it's like, if you can do that yourself, then you're really winning because then you don't gotta, you know, it's, you don't have to break, break off, you know, half what you're doing. Or whatever. So, so. I thought you've been doing, doing music officially. He just kind of dropped off Interscope, and oh, he's yeah, still doing his numbers. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Like, but one thing, like you just said, the teams. Like, I, I love how you're, you know, you realize it's not all about you. You're, you're, right. you're the light, but you got the team behind you. And I think there's a lot of artists that don't realize, like, everybody talks self-made, this, that, and the third. But it, it's a team effort. You know what right. I mean? There's no I in team. I love how you're bringing that up. It's so important. And it's like, people want to get so, you know, big-headed. Oh, I did this by myself. Well, I'm sure you did a lot of it yourself. I mean, everyone does, and every artist is going to do most of it themselves. But at some point, you're going to need to get some other people involved. I mean, you can't do everything. Everybody every plays their part. Yeah. You know, we like to say we did it by ourselves, but we're just playing our part in the, the, right. in the, in the story. You know what I mean? Like, right. when you drop in the soil, the tree grew. Right. Everybody played their part. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know? I planted the seed and now we're all watering it together and exactly. providing the sun and you know, it's like, so, it's like so many different things happening at once. There's so many moving parts. You got to have a team. You have to have a team. Like you got to have multiple people, you know, who, who do what they do and they do it best. You know, I mean, I could do a lot of, I, I'm, you know, even things like there's so many more things that I could be doing, but I want to focus on being an artist as much as possible. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know your strengths. Like, Right. And like, I'm pretty good with, I'm pretty good with like the business aspects, but the more, of, the less of that, that I, the more of that I can put on my team, the more I can focus on just being the creative energy that I am, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. it helps me get more in my zone and live my life as Luna Gray, as this artist. Um, I heard someone say, they asked how long I was doing music. Yeah. Um, so I, so, okay. So I started like writing songs or writing raps more so about 12 years ago. And then I think it was in like 20, it was like seven years ago that I was like, you know what, I'm doing this. And I went through a really hard time in my life. And, you know, everyone was like, you can't, you can't go be a rapper. Like, I mean, come on, look at me. No one wants me rapping. You know, like, and, and, and I don't consider myself a rapper anymore. I don't. I consider myself an artist. That's it, you know. Like I, I rap, I sing, I do what I do. I, I do harmonies, but I don't think of oh, myself no. as a rapper. Oh no! When she said she don't consider herself a rapper, all I heard was me and my ego. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I feel like, I feel like as I keep growing, I feel like I, I feel like I do some a different type of artist though. I feel like I have less. I wanna, I wanna be more. It's more about the the vibe for me now because I'm just kind of going off my emotions and everything I do musically. It's just like I'm just releasing. I'm just really and sometimes it might be a rap, you know what I mean? But it doesn't mean it's like specifically. I think we get into the point where hip hop and rap is so old, it's being accepted to mesh with the other genres where you don't have to be like I'm a rapper. You can just be like exactly. I'm a because you know hip hop was kind of like a rebellious. We were talking about this pit. It was kind of like a rebellious genre where. It was almost taboo to be like, yo, I rap. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, it, it was a stereotype to it. But so, like how you said vibes, like vibes is a heavy word used in hip hop and rap right now. Like that's kind of yeah. what you're doing right now, the vibe, catching the vibe. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I, I yeah. definitely understand what you're getting at. Yeah. So, yeah, and then it was just a really like dark time in my life, you know, it was like everything in my heart and everything that my soul felt like it needed. The, the only thing at that time that was really truly really getting me happiness that was a healthy coping mechanism was music. I was doing, I was just doing a lot of bad shit I at think, that time. I think every, every true musician feels like that. <laughs> it was like everything else was just like a bunch of like sketchy, like, 
eh, I was just sketchy. I was just doing stuff I didn't have no business doing at that time. And the only thing that was healthy for me to actually like get through my issues was music. And everyone told me you can't do that. You know, my family, everyone around me said, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. And then it just went down some dark paths of depressions and just, just bad, just bad, just bad, but bad. And, you know, I like dropped out of college. And I remember as I was like dropping out, like that night, I was going through a horrible depression and I was like, what is the purpose of anything? And I was like, it's a happiness. And then it was like, you know what? I don't give a, I don't give a rat's ass what anyone says ever again. I'm doing music. That's it. That's the only thing that makes me happy. I don't care. And ever since that moment, that's all, that's, that's what my life's been about, you know, just getting to, just fulfilling my purpose, you know? Music is one of those few things that uses both sides of the brain as well. You know what I mean? So it's one of those yeah. things that got your whole mind. Right. Running, you know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely understand what you're saying as a therapy. And like Vega said, man, every true musician has a story. Right. You know what I mean? They have a real story. If they let you hear it, Maybe, but you know, maybe they just use it into a positive. How you said, take your negatives into a positive. Right. Yo, yeah. Look, so they about to say, let's go in the meeting in like ten minutes. Let's just start over and come back. Okay, this is part one. Piff Radio. We with Luna Gray, Street Avengers, Jay Pig, Garcia Vega, Classical to Great. I don't got a blunt today. I'm on this nigga 46. It's a different vibe. Let's go. Part two on the way. All right. All right. This episode is brought to you by Allianz Travel Insurance. When you're far from home, anything can happen. That's why more than 70 million American travelers trust Allianz Travel Insurance to protect their adventures. With benefits for medical emergencies and evacuations, trip cancellations, travel delays, and baggage mishaps, you can travel with perfect peace of mind. Learn more and get a quote at AllianzTravelInsurance.com.